What is acupuncture? How does it work? What should I expect? And am I even crazy for considering this in the first place? If you're skeptical, unsure, or simply curious about acupuncture, then you're in the right place. I'm your co-host, Michael Max. And I'm your other guide, Stacey Whitcomb. We're here to help you get a taste and flavor of what you can expect from acupuncture and other related therapies and methods that arise from East Asian medicine. Most of us here in the West did not grow up with acupuncture. It's hard to understand something if you have not had experience with it. Having an inquisitive and skeptical mind, it's a good thing when you're seeking out health care. We're both acupuncturists. We like good ideas and something new. Common questions about acupuncture in everyday simple language. You'll hear from both Michael and myself, but also from other acupuncturists who have enough experience and perspective that they can, in three minutes, share something essential of this medicine so you can consider if you might like to use this natural method yourself. We know that you're busy, so we're looking to bring you a wide variety of perspectives make the point in three minutes. We're happy to have this episode sponsored by Real Mushrooms. You probably already know about some of the great benefits of adding mushrooms to your diet, like better sleep, greater mental clarity, and a stronger immune system, but not all mushroom products are equal. Real Mushrooms is the real deal. Many mushroom companies harvest the mushroom and the grain it's growing on. Real Mushrooms products contain no grains or starch fillers. They're organic, cultivated naturally, and third-party verified for beta-glucans, the compound that makes them so valuable as a supplement. They even have a science and medical team of doctors who ensure that Real Mushrooms meets the highest standards. What I personally love is how informative their website is. Have questions about what mushroom is right for you? They have a robust blog with articles ranging from women's health to what mushrooms are most beneficial to your pet. Want to boost your immune system? Have better sleep and feel more calm? Grab the link in the show notes and get 25% off of your first order. This is Stacey Whitcomb. I'm a licensed acupuncturist and the host of the AccuSprout podcast. I don't believe in acupuncture. This one I hear every once in a while and sometimes even from a patient as I'm doing acupuncture. And because it's not my job to convince anyone that it does work, I usually just reply, that's okay. You don't have to believe in it for it to work. Acupuncture isn't a religion. It's, it's not the Big Bang Theory. It isn't Santa Claus. And it's not magic. It's a medicine that's two to 5,000 years old. It, it worked back then and it works now, whether you believe in it or not. So when someone tells me that they don't believe in acupuncture, I always want to ask them if they believe in anesthesiology. Because most people I know would never look an anesthetist in the eye and say, I don't believe in anesthesiology. I think the anesthesiologist would have a similar reply as mine. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's fine. Nighty night. But don't you think anesthesiology is weird? Someone shoots stuff into your veins and you go to sleep and you feel no pain when you wake up and you don't remember anything. <laughs> Do you know how that works? Here's the WebMD's explanation of anesthesiology. General anesthesia works by interrupting nerve signals in your brain and body. It prevents your brain from processing pain and from remembering what happened during the surgery. So guess what? Acupuncture affects the body similarly and then some. Acupuncture needles also interrupt nerve signals in your brain and body. 
They help balance the body's reaction to pain and inflammation. They regulate hormones, calm the nervous system, and help your body heal. But let me clarify. I would not go to an acupuncturist in lieu of anesthesiology. So that wasn't my point here. But I definitely would use it postoperatively to reduce swelling, inflammation, and pain and to speed healing. The World Health Organization was formed in 1948 to coordinate international health within the United Nations. And they set standards for governments and large organizations in order to improve the health of global citizens. Currently, the World Health Organization now recommends acupuncture for over 100 conditions. Acupuncture has been scientifically proven to be an effective treatment option. And that includes adverse reactions to radiotherapy and chemotherapy, allergic rhinitis, biliary colic, Depression, dysentery, dysmenorrhea, epigastralgia, facial pain, headache, hypertension, hypotension, induction of labor, knee pain, leukopenia, low back pain, malposition of the fetus, morning sickness, nausea, vomiting, neck pain, pain in dentistry, periarthritis of the shoulder, postoperative pain, renal colic, rheumatoid arthritis, sciatica sprain, stroke, and tennis elbow. Oh, and that long-haul COVID that is keeping you from smelling your food, that ailment that Western medicine doesn't have a cure for, I've successfully treated that using acupuncture and a custom herbal formula. And I imagine that that patient didn't believe in acupuncture when she first came to see me, but now she does. So you may not believe in it because you don't know how it works or because it's not really part of our native social construct of medicine. But when was the last time you asked how ibuprofen knows that that pain is in your ankle? Or how about that blue pill that can cause an erection? Do you know how that works? We hope that you found this essential point on acupuncture to be helpful. If so, be sure to tell your friends about the podcast. You can subscribe to Everyday Acupuncture wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you have a question about acupuncture, visit us at everydayacupuncturepodcast.com forward slash contact and leave us a message. Tune in again next Wednesday to learn more about acupuncture. See you next week. Bye for now.